best friends. I'm Tabby. And I'm Caitlin. And today we are discussing the latest book in the Crescent City series, House of Sky and Breath by Sarah J. Mass. We are so freaking excited to talk about this book. And there is going to be a continuation of it at some point in time in the podcast. But as of right now, this is like the last book she has sent out like almost a year ago. Listen, girl, I know. I know these books are long. I know they take a lot of effort, but we miss you. Come back. Give us more. Like, at least just, like, give me a hint at when the next one's coming out. Yeah, because I just need something to look forward just, to. Yeah, you know? I need something to inspire joy in my life. We'll start off with just reading the back of the book real quick. Um, I actually have a hardback, so I have to flip to the front. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, the front so, of the book. The Deadliest Power. The fiercest passion, the cruelest fate. Bryce Quinlan and Hunt Athlar are trying to get back to normal. They may have saved Crescent City, but with so much upheaval in their lives lately, they mostly want a chance to relax, slow down, and figure out what the future holds. The Asteria have kept their word so far, leaving Bryce and Hunt alone. But with the rebels chipping away at the Asteria's powers, the threat the rulers pose is growing. As Bryce, Hunt, and their friends get pulled into the rebel plans, the choice becomes clear. Stay silent while others are oppressed, or fight for what's right. And they've never been very good at staying silent. (laughs) So true. So true. Bryce cannot shut her mouth for the life of her. She girl-bossed around the sun. Oh my god, for respect. Girl bust across space and time. Literally, literally. across the universe. <laughs> um, how would you rate this book? I actually rated it a little lower than the first one. I gave it an 8.9 out of 10, which is still a pretty high rating. I felt like parts of the book itself were a little boring. Um, but I loved the little Easter eggs that she put in throughout the book. And then obviously, like the last 50 pages of the book were worth the entire 900 in general. Um, and we learned a lot and she left us on a crazy cliffhanger. So I definitely gave it a higher rating. And plus all the world building still that she was doing was huge. And it was very well written. Yes. Her world building, yeah, it did not slow down. So I agree. There were parts of the book that I found to kind of drag on a little bit, especially the second time reading through, just because you're less convinced of the importance of details when you already know that they're not like leading them in the right direction. I would rate this book a 9 out of 10, which is still a super high rating. Yeah. But most of my rating comes from literally just the last. Yeah like 50 pages of the book for sure like it pops off so quickly and so much happens I couldn't put it down yeah at that point it's just wild it just feels like there is some stuff from the middle that could have been left out and we wouldn't have missed anything well and I also just feel like for as how long the book was like we didn't get any answers from the previous book it's like we Thought we had seen Adis again. Turns out it wasn't even Adis. Um, we didn't really get any answers about like who Hunt is or why he's important. And that was, you know, a big thing both in the first book and the second book that they continued to hint at. Multiple times they keep talking about like Thea's powers, like plural powers. We still don't know what those are except for yeah. her light. And so I just feel like there is a lot going on, obviously, but... 
Like she's just really drawing it out. Yeah, because we also got more information about Thea's um, relationship with Adis and right. the original like um, like wars between the Asteri and Hell. And so like we're getting we're getting more information, but it's literally just sprinkled onto this book of mostly nothing. And it's really just opened up the table to more questions. And so we're going to do a theory corner again today. But I mean, it's just left so many open-ended questions to this book that it could it could go any direction. Yeah. So, I mean, that aside, let's kind of just go through the characters. Um. So we'll start with Bryce Quinlan. She's our main girl. She literally from the get go of this book, like just had plans a go in. Yeah. Um. Like the second she met Cormac, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm looking for this boy," and she's like, "Cool, I'm looking for this boy." And it <laughs> and doesn't. I'm matter. gonna find him first, and, and I'll do it better. Yeah. And she did. <laughs> and she did. And she literally kept it from everyone. Like for the whole book, she kept yeah. it from everyone. Like from the moment he was like. Yeah, it could be this place. She's like, all right, cool. And then she's like, oh, yeah, I found him. <laughs> yep. She's like, um, I have much better resources than any of you because I'm friends with everybody. Speaking of her saving a child, that's one of the things about this book that I'm like, did we need that? No. <laughs> like, literally, like, I thought it was very, very sweet that um Ember and Randall adopted him and everything mm-hmm. but like the whole the whole prologue in general I was like that was a lot and it literally for a person who died and it just like the only thing that ended up being important about Sophie was her connection to Danica and like and we learned was not important very early on yeah And the important information didn't really come into play until, like, the very end of the book. So, like, the whole, like, catalyst being Emil, I think, is kind of Because we're probably never going to see Emil again, except in, like, passing. Yeah, Um, because it's like, cute, that's my brother now. Well, and this story has obviously just shifted to something so much bigger that I think Ember, Rand, like all that clan is going to be put on the back burner for a little bit. And I felt like she could have maybe used like 500 pages of that book to like progress the story farther than it got. I agree. So I think that's one of the things that's like a little bit frustrating, but um, I could have saved that for things I don't like, but I don't because know. I was that like, whole middle part was then finding him, trying to find a meal, yeah. working with rebels that also ended up dying. Pippa Spetsos was not important. No, not important. Just a at bitch. All. And then just Hunt and Bryce having sex. That was all. That was all it was. Yeah, you're right. And I guess like introducing a little bit of information about new characters, but. We could have done it that felt in a very different setting. Unnecessary. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, agreed. 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 Just make the other book longer. Yeah. And start this one where you left off. Like. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. No, I'm 100 there with you. But Bryce, Bryce. <laughs> is a sweetheart <laughs> for doing for doing all of that for a meal because like she didn't know him. She was just like yeah. he's a he's a homie. I that was him. very kind of her. Um, I felt really bad for her most of the book. Um, not only because Danica's not a good friend, 
Um, and she had to keep, I mean, she's probably a good friend, but she's also not because she kept a lot of stuff from Bryce and that hurt her deeply. Yeah. So like, I think Danica obviously cares for Bryce so, so much and like wanted to keep her safe and, and protect her. But Bryce has always Bryce. been, yeah, from the get go, Bryce has been super clear with, even with like Hunt in the first book, like she's like, respect me quit acting like I'm a bimbo and someone who needs to be babied. And that's what Danica did, their whole friendship. Yeah, she but kept... Bryce didn't even know it. And and I think that's why I think Danica is such a bad friend is that she enabled Bryce to continue that lifestyle yeah. knowing that Bryce had bigger potential than that. Yeah. And, like, you know Bryce would have been – she would have felt so insulted – if Danica wasn't dead when she learned all that, she would have been so pissed and, like, yeah. yelled at Danica. But she didn't get to do that. Instead, she had to, like, process her grief because, like, she was mad at someone who's dead. And I think that is why she's the way that she is now. Like, that's why she's such a go-getter. She's willing to, like, do what needs to be done to make things right. Was because she did have to go through that grieving process for Danica. But I think Danica also, if she'd just given her the benefit of the doubt, like, Bryce would have been on board to help her. 100%. And Bryce is obviously, like, clever and cunning and capable. And, like, would have been a really valuable, like, ally to Danica. Can keep a secret. Like, yeah. So I I just think that that does, like, make me so sad for Bryce. I also just felt like her relationship with Hunt is very weird because I felt like she had to defend herself for most of the book. Like, he continuously, like, just questioned like what she's doing and I feel like she felt like she had to keep that step from him because he's so scared of like putting himself out there especially whenever he literally like he has zero control of his powers whenever he becomes emotional like whenever he thought he was in danger and he literally could not calm down like I'm sorry and it's not her responsibility to like make sure that he's (laughs) not upset I don't know yeah like what is he throwing a temper tantrum like that's Gross. I was I not like super impressed with the dynamic between the two. Same. Um, again, I felt like it was very rushed. And, like, the whole thing with them, like, waiting to, like, be together for seven months. Like, I get where they're coming from, but I also felt like she was almost just, like, pushing it off. <laughs> yeah, but, like, that, I guess that is true to her character because of, right. like, how she was with Connor as well. Because she also was interested in Connor but was wasn't ready to like, make that of a commitment. Yeah. So like, it doesn't surprise me that she did the same thing with Hunt. But yeah, again, like you were saying, just like not super impressed. Like their relationship no. just feels immature. They argued like the whole book. Yeah. They, I mean, they kind of just feel like teenagers. Yeah. Dating. They don't seem to have like that emotional maturity and like understanding of each other. Like, and, like they do obviously physical. love each other. Yeah, 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 obviously. I just, um, I feel like it's weird. I don't know. It is weird. They have such a misunderstanding of each other. I know. As much as they say, like, they understand each other on a deeper level, like, it feels like they don't. I think that they have what, like, they're feeling is, like, their, like, f- like physical and chemical connection. It feels, like, super deep to them. But then, like, emotionally, they are not on the same page ever. No. And, like... <laughs> Speaking like with Hunt, 
like we'll talk about him in just a second i felt like he just continuously compared her to shahar like even now knowing that she's not the same person as shahar like he had to keep reminding himself of that and i feel like that just doesn't do bryce justice yeah like and i'm sorry if it's been 200 years and you're still like in that mindset like he just has some it's like well shahar didn't do this like okay that's good because that's not who she is (laughs) exactly and it's like hey bud like I'm not saying that they shouldn't be together, like Hunt and Bryce, but like maybe they need more time for, especially for Hunt to like sort his shit out because like that's not healthy. No. <laughs> you know, I don't know. So Hunt was just there. <laughs> yeah. We're not sure what he is still. He might be a demigod, he might be the son of a prince of hell. Um, he could be something else entirely. He could be from a completely different planet. Who's to say? Yeah. Um, but I am so tired mm-hmm. of hearing about how special he is and his powers about- that we don't understand and how he was bred to do what he was meant to do. But we that's all we get. And it's I like, okay. Any details. Yeah, I agree. I'm tired of it. I want more answers because like the, we've read 1600 pages now of these uh, like these two books combines like 1600 pages and we don't know and for him being such a big main character i feel like we should because like we figured out what bryce was within the two books like we didn't get a ton the first book but we got just about what we need in the second one to have a fairly good understanding and like the uh the ending of the first book at least lets us know like oh okay that's why she's special right and then the second book is like, okay, here's the details. Like, here's And then you the leave us on is. this crazy cliffhanger in the first one with Adis. And he was like, what do you think about the boy? Well, you should know because you're close as his father. And it's like, oh, cool. So we're going to find out more in the next book. No, nope. no not at all. Not even no. close. I mean, Mordok's okay. going to lead us on another cl- like weird yes. trail. Because it's like, you no, know, you smell I hate, different. <laughs> I hate Mordok. I literally hate him so bad. Um, I do too. He's gross. <laughs> Okay, enough shit talking about I don't about because, hate Hunt, though. Yeah, we we do appreciate him, and we do feel very bad for him at the end of the yes. book. Yes. He has just been destroyed emotionally at the end. Um, Physically Bryce as well. has been torn from his life right before his eyes. He got the halo again. He's yeah, not like well. he, He's got some trauma, and I do feel very, very bad for him. And... Like, I don't think he's a bad person. I definitely think he's a good man deep down. But he is so scared of the past that he's not willing to look at any other options for the future. And I think that was, like, one of his biggest downfalls. I feel like if he had, like, really helped Bryce plan things out a little bit more, they may have still ended up in the same situation, but they could have prepared better. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty fucking bold of them to just be like we're about to go take on the Asteri. Like they planned that for like a day. Less, I feel. <laughs> they were like, okay, here's what we're doing. Tomorrow 8 a.m. everybody. <laughs> I know. I was just like, uh perhaps we should like consider some options. I feel like, they were like nobody considered because... options in this book. <laughs> I know. They were they were like, it's fine. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna create an explosion. A diversion. Which, why would the Asteri even go investigate? Like, they have people for that. Like, right. why is that? 
like <laughs> six of the no sorry five of the asteri went to go investigate and rigel's was like don't worry i'll man the fort here yeah like what absolutely not that doesn't make any sense like it sounds like they never leave their castle so why would why would they do that especially when bryce was like oh yeah like they sit on their throne because the throne like acts like the charger for them because it's what's connected to like the crystals and whatnot right so it's like where'd they go (laughs) and i don't know i feel like nobody thought anything through this whole entire book (laughs) Uh, and like we'll talk about rune yeah, Rune was a vibe. This whole yeah. book. He was a vibe. Loved him. Chapter three, Chef's Kiss. Amazing. Um <laughs> he like, knew what an, three what things. a second introduction. I know. <laughs> Rune Dannon, Prince of the Valbar and Fay. Um, we love him. So do I, you think that he and Day are mates? Yes, I do. And I was actually rooting for them more than Bryce and Hunt this whole book. Um Thanks. I just felt like they had a deeper connection than Bryce and Hunt did. Well, like, because we talked about things of substance. Feel, yeah. Well, one, yeah, like emotionally, yes. But also, don't you think their um like their magic bond seems a lot more reminiscent of the Fae mating bond as described yes. in Avatar? Yeah, because when you think of, like, Reese and Feyre's bond, like, they also have, like, kind of this psychic bridge between the two of mm-hmm. them. I don't think it presents and itself necessarily in the same way, but... They, like, they had that connection, though, even before they accepted the mating bond, which is right. what Rune and Lydia now have. And um, I also thought it was interesting that Rune describes, like, them protecting their minds with, like, a wall of adamant again yes like so you know it's like the same power because like he i mean he closes his mind off to lydia at the end when he learns her true identity because right but also um before when he was trying to get more information about day like he tried to kind of go and she had a wall up right well and also it's like any time he would talk about her like he'd mentioned like her scent and then later on he would talk about like how her scent like made him feel something like deep inside of him like pull basically and then once they had slept together he could smell like their mink like their merged scents basically yeah. and i was like oh yeah like you've definitely made it <laughs> i do want to say because you're like her scents like doing something to him at one point like he smells her and it literally makes him get an erection he's like yeah fuck yeah and i'm like oh yeah, my and god and i was like well if that's not a mate i don't know <laughs> what is you know i was like too much information good sir for some reason it just feels different than like what bryce and hunt have and it's like whenever they slept with each other like yes like they they had like a reaction like that but i think it's because of their two powers coming it together instead definitely of is like on a it biological is. level yes it, i think it definitely is because like literally whenever they like finish together like bryce accidentally teleports them right like it's literally just their powers like she is a conduit for hunt's power and it's and i think magical. that's part of and i'll talk about this too during theory quarter but i think that's why rune couldn't immediately tell that they had made it he was like you smell different mm-hmm. and later on he's like i guess you bonded with like you're mated with him but i think it's just them like sharing power right because like it's making their scent smell different 
they only know how to interpret things based on like what they know in their world and I don't think that there's ever been in their world on Midgard I don't think there's ever at least to their knowledge been a couple such as Bryce and Hunt where they're acting like their powers are combining I don't know how like differentiate it well and just like their whole description of like the different types of mates like what like the shifters and what we know is the fae because we know that they are both fae now Mm -hmm. um mate very similarly they do it for life although fae can be like on like a biological level whereas like the malachim it's more just like a marriage for them yes they'll just refer to their partner as their mate right and so, first of all, I thought that whole thing was just done very blasé. Like, they were just like, oh, yeah, I guess we're mates now. It's like, oh. Yeah. But I underwhelming. Mean, that's what the Malachim do. So, like, in that sense, yes, they are mates because right. they're supposed to be each other's mate. But I just think of, like, Reese and Vera or, like, Cassian and Nesta, for example. It's mm-hmm. like, that was such, like, a profound moment. Yeah. And, like, they could feel the bond deep, deep within them. And I'll talk about the different types of bonds too, because there's another thing mentioned in Throne of Glass that I think probably relates better to what Bryce and Hunt have rather than like a true mating bond. For sure. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they are mated. I just felt like it was a terrible no, way to write I about think, it. Like, if they were truly mated in the sense that she's written about every other fake couple that's been mated, she would have written it in the same way. Like, right. I think everything she does is intentional. We've also it, got a lot of be... other contenders for mates now, too. So, <laughs> yeah. I just think it's definitely meant to be interpreted as something different than what we already know. So, right. we'll put a pin but, in that. Yeah. Back to Rune. I definitely think that he, he and Lydia are mated. It was very clear to me that they probably were. Um, I'm terrified for his future. Yeah no clue and like sarah j mass even said in an interview that like we should be worried and it's like oh dope Mm -hmm. how dare you introduce this love to us yeah i think it's funny that it seems like honestly her most beloved character she is (laughs) planning to kill so because like she kind of did the same thing with cassian too yeah like when elaine like gave him his feature he's like i'm harder to kill than that she's like no you're not and he's like oh yeah she literally Picks, like, I've like, seen your death. <laughs> unproblematic favorite. And she's like, let me just murder them real quick. I know. I was like, I swear to God, Sarah. But uh, yeah, it's like either he's going to die or he's going to um, abdicate his position. Like, because like Bryce probably won't go by Dannon if she takes the throne. She'll probably go by Quinlan. Well, well except she had her legally, name legally her changed. Name is changed. So it's like maybe that. Like Bryce, unless she gets up. married, but I still think like if she got married, since she's the one who's the heir, like they would. I think him. Bryce will end up being like a high lady mm-hmm. type thing. I don't know. If she, I don't know. I've got some. I don't know. I've got some ideas. I'm not sure. I do yeah. think she'll take over as queen. They've definitely foreshadowed it all throughout the book, and then made it very clear at the end that she will be queen. Yeah, and she deserves it. I'm ex- I don't know what's going to happen with the Autumn King. <laughs> I don't know. 
but he hopes he like redeems himself and like sacrifices himself or something noble he's just such an interesting character and it's like i i'll talk about it like yes because i have i have something to say about him later when we're like theorizing so before we get too carried away because we will (laughs) um moving on to ethan um ethan a king we love him He's such a sweetheart. The best part of this book. He's a comedic relief. I feel so bad. Like, okay. <laughs> Obviously, we feel bad for him. He lost his, like, entire family, basically. His parents are dead. His brother's dead. His packs kicked him out. Like- yeah, his pack kicked him out. And then, like, then we find out that he actually was um, in love with Bryce as well before he realized that Connor was into Bryce and then he was like oh that's the girl that you've been telling me you're infatuated with so he um had to basically get over his feelings on his own which really sucks he has to literally room with Bryce and Hunt because I honestly think Bryce and Ethan would have been so cute together just like the whole thing with him at the like when he was like explaining what had happened when he met Bryce and he was like you know I felt like this pull deep inside me and I was like I I really thought we were like mates probably and I was like oh interesting why does everyone feel that with Bryce though do you think it's to do with her power I do because the when Rigelis was explaining the star, it said like it had it would like glow for people she would consider like loyal friends. And mm-hmm. I can't remember if it glowed for Ethan or not, but mm-hmm. maybe she considers him to be like one of her knights. Maybe. Or like it was just the wolf in him like recognizing that she was like an ally. I don't know. It is, I just thought it was weird. Because like everyone is obsessed with Bryce. Like literally yeah. everyone. <laughs> so like who know. wouldn't be you know um, but i just thought that was weird that that's how he described it and then he's yeah. like yeah, i've never felt that way about anyone else and it's like damn it's a pull, okay. you would think that is like something um, like can you have multiple mates <laughs> hey are we about to write a reverse harem <laughs> this is a pretty progressive um city that they live in lunathian so. i know i i don't know i just feel bad for him i love his relationship with Therian specifically yes but also just with the frat pack in general and like Therian does join that later on and I think it's super funny that it's just like five dudes three sprites and a dragon all living in this rundown house yeah <laughs> what a situation such homies like <laughs> imagine like you meet up with this hot guy at a bar and he's like come back to my place and you walk into this absolutely trashed <laughs> shithole like of a house. mad house full of like fey royals uh merman <laughs> and a wolf and you're like you know what never mind like i'm good no one would ever turn them down though <laughs> no one would i don't know how i feel so the first time i read this i was like i feel some tension between ethan and therian and I, I was like, too. they're going to do it. But the second read there, I was like, maybe not. Like, I, think I don't know. It could have more just been because they're both kind of like isolated from their like kin. Right. You know? So I think it was more like they on the found... second read through, just like recognizing that in each other. Right. I think I made it up in my head. <laughs> the but tension like, between them. They would have been a power couple. 
Because Therian now has some shit to work through. I'm so mad at him. On his own. He's so dumb. He's He's really fucking dumb. dumb. It's like, same thing with everyone else. Like, you couldn't have taken, like, just a couple hours to just sit down and think through your options because he's like, yeah, I don't think the depth charge has enough time to get here. It's like, I don't know. Maybe you could have called them. Yeah. Before you went and like said goodbye to the river queen's daughter. Like you didn't have to do that. And like, why did he feel the need to break up with her anyway? Like he could have just gone, like if he died on their mission or whatever. Oh, well, (laughs) like I thought he had all these options. Yeah. I don't know. He he was granted permission to go above. Yeah. And keep looking for a meal. And I thought that was the plan. Like, I thought he was just going to keep doing that. And that's the whole reason he moved in with the pack. And then he went and provoked her. What's her name? The River Queen's daughter? I don't remember. <laughs> Not important. <laughs> Whiny bitch. That's her name. Honestly, she's the worst. They're all the worst. All the people down below, they suck. Not impressed with any of them. Yeah. Except no. the city ship, I guess. That was pretty dope. That is the Ocean Queens. You're right. It's a different court. Stuff. Like, she seems dope as hell. The Ocean Queen, yeah, you're right. And, like, she even the says she knows that her daughter's sex. Yeah. No, um, but it's, like, now you've just sold yourself, like, a free citizen have essentially sold yourself, or not even that, but, like, declared alliance to a person who is known to be shitty yeah you're right i mean he basically like he may as well be a slave because that's what the slave that basically went to her had to do she just made him like a blood bond essentially yeah that was creepy when they were describing well that's exactly what i thought was happening like the same person i talked about in throne of glass that's what she does Mm -hmm. she makes them like drink her blood and then they become like loyal to her and like have to listen does it ever like wear off no not until they're released oh okay so she can choose to release them yes potentially okay Mm -hmm. cool 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 so maybe there's hope for him yet but i don't know the viper queen i mean she's She's gonna do what's best for her she's scary but also i like her I do too because I don't think she's she took, evil. She took very good care of Emil, and you can yeah. tell she's also treating Ariadne very well. Like she's in a bad situation, but at least she's being nice to her. And the thing with Emil is, like, if she knew he didn't have powers, she probably would have just like thrown him out. But she did know he didn't have powers, though. That was like the whole thing that they said. Oh, su- she like, did. Yeah, Bryce suspected that she didn't know it, but. The because okay. the Viper Queen like basically like, gave her a wink at the end and was like, Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I see, I see. That's cute. But okay. I do think it's gonna come back to bite Therian in the ass. I don't think he's gonna like it. I'm failing because to see how see it's better going. than the situation he was in. I hated his point of views. Well, I thought they were so boring. Stupid. He was stupid the whole time. Yeah, I did like I still like his relationship with Bryce, and I think their banter is really funny. And yeah. I do think he's very charming, but he's just dumb. Yeah, he's... I don't know if he's just naive. I don't know. No, I think he's dumb. And he even says that he's dumb. He's like, I don't know why I'm here right now. Ah. <laughs> well, that's your first red He's like, flag. I should not be in this position. <laughs> the last couple in the frat pack are Deck and Flynn. Um, we also love the inclusion of Mark. to the And group. we're rocking with Mark. <laughs> because he's rocking with us um yeah we love him 
he's a fun addition. Um, also, some chemistry between Flynn and, uh, do you say Ariadne? I pronounced it Ariadne. Yeah, that's how I say it. But I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know how she wants me to say it. That develops so fast. That yeah. relation. Like, she was there for not that long. And he was like, we're, like where'd you go? Like, we're not finished here. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, sir, you don't know her. <laughs> I mean, in his defense, like, he freed her from this ring. And she was just there being all naked and beautiful. And he was like, goddamn. And I was like, did something, like, happen between you two? <laughs> I doubt it. In I, the like, three days she that would. she lived there? <laughs> no, she's probably, like, so over him. She's like, get out of my face. I just thought that was so weird. <laughs> He was so mad that she left. I don't know. I think they felt a little bit betrayed because they were like trying to help her like are trying to help you and like have you like hooked up with this like sick position in our squad. And she's like, well, I don't really like your squad that much. And they're like, like, I actually (laughs) hate all of you. I know she's like, I'd rather stay with this psychopath and fight every (laughs) night than live with you weirdos. (laughs) Well, yeah. She did. That was an interesting choice on her part, but whatever. Not the choice I would have made. Also, just like whenever Flynn has to call Ethan and tell him like what happened at the Eternal City, like he gets so Uh, emotional and it makes me so sad. I know. Well, that's really like... Like that's his brother. So it's like one... One night, like you're saying, they made this decision in less than a day to like go there. And so it's like, like Declan's in on it, but I don't think what? Flynn really understood like the extremity of the situation. Right. Cause it's like one one day everything's normal and the next day they're like, Oh, okay. So all of my friends are either in a dungeon or on another planet right now or dead. And that's super cool. Um, so how did yeah. how did you go from zero to a hundred? R.I.P. Cormick. <laughs> Do you think he's really dead? No, I don't. Because they didn't show his dead body. So until I see a dead body, I'm not. It's like, I think we would have had it confirmed if he was really dead. I think because Bryce just reacts so much to like his presence, because like her star shines very, very bright in his presence. Like, I'm wondering if she like is somehow going to like beacon to him where she's at. You know? Ooh. So what if he's in Prithian? What if he somehow made it? See, I don't know if he made it. I don't know how he would have made it there. Well, do you think, because, like, with the power of the horn, can't it open, like, wherever? And it's, like, if her power, uh, this is so, like, like, off the top of my head right now, but, like, if her power, like, acted in a way to like serve itself somehow like I'm not saying that she did it intentionally Mm -hmm. but if her power was like I need backup and just like yeeted him through (laughs) and like when Rigelis was explaining to her like how the horn worked like the beacon and stuff in it like he specifically used Cormac as an example because he's from like a direct line from the dust court and so I'm wondering because he's like a direct line if he can like find her and like if that beacon is like especially because strong i don't i don't think rune is what if he like no because rune's powers are like diluted they're diluted but i just mean like in general like i don't think rune's 
like he might have some like relation to the dust court but i think his powers primarily lie within the night court oh yes i agree I, I see what you're saying different yeah but no what if like cormac could somehow use like his winnowing ability mm-hmm. to like get to i don't know I don't know if that's how that works. But no, I don't think he's dead in conclusion. I don't um, think he's the dead either. said that he's dead, but like I doubt there are any bodies. So I, I think, think that he clearly could have like just winnowed out of there and they were like, there's no way he survived that. Well, like, he had winnowed multiple times though, and they said he was like drained. Yeah, but like he also wanted to die. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he is dead. Hear me out. <laughs> I won't have that in this class. No, I don't. I really don't think he's dead. Because, like, why would the Oracle give him such a a weird prophecy, you know? Because she was like, you're going to unify. Like, you two will be, like, unified, basically. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, they did that. But, like, not a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, they worked together with, like, the rebel stuff. Like, because- briefly. But that wasn't, like, mingling. So. You know. Oh, I don't know. Okay, we'll talk about it more whenever we get to Theory Corner. We'll circle back to that. Because I do have, like, a whole section on Cormac, so I do yeah. th- I do think he's coming back. Okay. Um, I did write something about Sophie. She, like, wasn't that important in the long run. Um, yeah. I do think the Thunderbirds in general are important because their power is so similar to like what hunts is and so i think whatever planet they came from it was probably the same planet as what hunts from maybe yeah probably so that remains to be seen rest in peace though queen bummer she died yeah because i did like her however brief and like yeah. cormac's love for her is so that was so sweet and sad um because like they kept describing him as having just like dead cold eyes and i'm like you scare me but i love your love yeah but i also like i liked him the whole time because he he just felt yeah to me the vibes he's giving as far as like other sarah j mass characters i'm getting a little bit of heiress vibes from him yes where like he knows how to play the game so he can he can definitely like be a dick um but he has that's that's, like so funny you mentioned that because i did write something and not even like i don't even know about eris but just like the way he was described just having like kind of like brownish blonde hair and like brown eyes because he had said bryce's line and his line crossed like a long long time ago making them cousins uh uh-huh and so i'm wondering if like someone from the autumn court mingled with someone from the dust court and they had a child i mean we wouldn't know like exactly what the dust court people would look like feature wise however i'll explain my theory on it okay because i think i just explained it i think i just talked myself into what yeah yeah okay we'll talk about it anyway cormac's cool loved him a lot think he was dealing with a lot hope he's still alive if not rest in peace um (laughs) Uh, Lydia. Lydia, she's a fucking babe. We love her. Um, I love Lydia. And like at first, I was feeling betrayed. I knew, I knew, like even in my first read through, I figured out it was behind before it was confirmed. Oh yeah, because it started to get obvious at a certain point. But so obvious, I'm and I'm like, so how did you I was not like, know? 
I was feeling betrayed by her because I was like, why did you kill Sophie then? You two times. I know she's like, oh, she's dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then uh, she explained the the stone <laughs> beacons and I was like, oh, okay. She tried. So she said a lot of very interesting things in this book um, that I will cover later on because it's a lot to talk about. But I think she comes from a very, very important background. I and I think she is going to be very, very important in the future battle that is inevitably going to take place. I agree. Also, I think it's really funny that even though they say she doesn't have any witch powers, the witches would rather have her as a queen than Hypaxia. And I was like, what do you know? There's some things to unpack there for sure. Because Uh, like, yeah. yeah, And you know what? Let's put a pin in that as well. Let's come back to that. Because I feel like, for me, that's going to kind of go on a theory tangent. Let me just make a note of that really quick to come (laughs) back. Write that down, write that down. Maybe they also don't trust Hypaxia. Like, I don't trust Hypaxia. Um, Anyway. But next up is Baxian. (laughs) Again, he was there. (laughs) He was there. And it's like, okay, so the point of his character is, I guess, just to let Bryce know that Danica had more secrets. He was Uh, not important other than that. (laughs) Yeah, it's like... And, okay, the other thing is, it's, like, yeah, he was, like, helping them out or whatever, but literally he only changed, like, two years ago when he fell in love with Danica. Like, sir, are you telling me that otherwise you would have, like, remained a cold-blooded murderer? Because right. in that case, I'm not really vibing with you. Well, and he was, like, you never asked me how I ended up in Sandriel's Triari, and it's, like, probably because you're a bad person. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, you certainly weren't a good person until a slave, you met. Right? Danica no yeah so he's just there Hunt was the only slave everyone else is there voluntarily yeah um, they chose to be there also just while we're on the topic of her triari why did we keep mentioning the hawk if he was never going to make an appearance I don't even know ever? anything about him because there's a character in Throne of Glass who's part of this like cadre and it's like the same situation with him like he actually was a bird shifter, which maybe they're related. I don't know. Maybe it's the same person. But well, they would talk about him and they'd be like, oh, yeah, he's just like off on like something. I don't know. Like, why mention him? Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, Vaughn. Anyway, he's not coming back. And it's that's like, what happened so to him? Unnecessary. And that's how I feel about the hawk. It's like, oh, yeah, the hawk's off doing the hawk things. He's the spy master. It's like, cool then we have hypaxia um which again we'll circle back to a little bit more about her but i did always think she might have been a lesbian but let me tell you how shooketh i was when it was actually celestina's lover i was i was i did not see that coming (laughs) and isn't it like interesting that celestina like is in love with her and is like protective of hypaxia However, she tells Hunt, she was like, yeah, I wish I wasn't in love. I know. I was like, "Uh, that's shady. And then also (laughs) turns Hunt in. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not going to somehow come back to Hypaxia. Yeah, I know. Weird. I was like, Celestina, you little hoe. I know. I don't think she's a good person. I don't either. But also then, like, she knew 
like what he had been doing the whole time and then she's like if you should ever need an ally come find me i know and it's like what are you and he was like is that code for something like does she know and then like, yeah it's code from about to tattle on your ass yeah which is just like weird i don't know it's weird because noodles because she i know my dogs are squeaking the hell out of their toys right now i don't remember what i was gonna say but she's an odd odd character um but anyway hypaxia don't know about her uh love that her tutors are ghosts i really thought we'd you know expand on that a bit more and we did not (laughs) i have like some i have some some theories on who they are yeah but it's not anything like it's not earth shattering it would just be like interesting to know more yeah she's so strange well, she was raised by ghosts in the forest. How? So. It sounds like their mom was a very absent mother. Like, she yeah. gave Lydia away and then just had <laughs> ghosts raise Hypaxia. Hecuba. Like, she's a bitch. Anyways. Like, no wonder they're both freaks. <laughs> Justice for Hecuba's daughters. Then we'll just briefly talk about the Asteri. I fucking knew. I done been nude that... Mm-hmm. There was something not right about them, obviously. <laughs> I knew they were shady. <laughs> I knew I knew there was more to this. But yeah, um, we talked a little bit about the Daglin from Akatar last week, and I'm gonna cover it more in different instances in Akatar in Theory Corner. But yeah, they've just been out here spreading the good word of the Asteri on all the planets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, they literally keep notes of all the planets. I know. They're like, uh, tasted terrible. They were like, the adults not tasty at all. But those kids, though. They're like, the kids were not vibing on the road trip. So we did have to throw them out. But <laughs> um, like, how jacked up. It's like, you're just going to keep receipts like that? Like, Yeah, like, they really didn't need to do that. Like, who is that for? Like, it's like they went there. It's like, well, so they don't like circle back to that planet, I guess. Okay, like, yeah, oh no, remember they were trash. Yeah, I hate them. Uh, they got like a big back. red like circle around hell, and like, we're coming back for you. <laughs> I'm coming back for you. Yeah, they are Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> Rigelis is just like, I'm coming back for you, baby. oh amazing um so yeah those are obviously there's going to be a giant battle between the asteri that's certainly coming and i'm excited Um, and i think there's more because they said they've been trapped there for fifteen thousand years so they've been like other asteri have been wreaking havoc in other universes they have been and they said that they had to like call on their um other asteri to send them like more species to Midgard. Yeah, I think they got stuck there, and that's how the rift opened. Uh, like, obviously, Peleus closed, like, the rift and stuff, and so yeah. they are like... I don't understand why they're stuck there, though. Like, yeah, uh, see, that's what I'm confused about, because it, they said Peleus closed the rift, but somehow still more species got through. Yeah, like, they're the other Asteri somehow let other species through or whatever, but then why would they not just, like, let them out if they wanted to leave? Right. Which maybe they were like, ah, we'll stay here until it's not viable anymore, and then we'll leave. But then it just, like, kept being viable, and so they're like, yeah, we've got it really good here. Yeah, so they're like, well, I guess it's fine to be trapped, because we're 
thriving. Right. <laughs> um, where did you come from? They're like, yeah, we don't even know where we came from. And it's like, oh, like, we done forgot, like, baby. Well, I don't this care. Long. Like, go find it. <laughs> well, go back because you're <laughs> you're not welcome here. I'd also just like to talk about the Fendier family plus Danica as a whole. Mm-hmm. Because what the fuck? <laughs> they talk about dysfunctional. Like, toxic this family is. Sabine so, is like, I will murder everybody in my family. With like Danica, it's like, yeah, you're a bad friend. Um, but you're very smart. So kudos to you there. Um, you figured it out. <laughs> and then he died. And then you died. But what I don't understand is why they continue to bring up all of these very special powers that Danica had, but then not tell us what these very special powers are, except for her being a bloodhound. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, she's dead, so it doesn't matter. And and I mean, that's the same thing they're doing with Hunt, though, too. Like, it's just like, hint, hint, Does it matter? No information. It's like, is Danica even dead? (laughs) Has she just been in hiding this whole time? Okay. Did she figure out how to cross into... I think that would piss me off real bad. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She'd be dead to me again. I really hope that's not the case because I would just be upset and angry. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I just like, why keep beating a dead horse? Like, no, like not to be... (laughs) (laughs) Why keep beating a dead wolf? I mean, um, but... Like, it doesn't matter what her powers were. Did she use them for anything? No, she died. It sucks. It, it's, I don't <laughs> she know. She did kind of get assassinated. Like, it's yeah, but it's fault. like, I don't know. It's like, are these special powers going to make a difference later? Probably not. <laughs> I guess um, not, because she done dead. Unless like, the other alpha has them as well. True. Well, that's not her sister, though. It's not. Oh, unless it, it comes come through like the Fendir line. Well, I thought that maybe it did, but I guess it might. Like maybe they have like some sort of dormant Fey abilities that was bred out of them. Maybe I don't know. Also, I think the whole storyline with the Fendir heir is going to be really stupid. Well, like, it's I fucked don't up care. because what is wrong with the Prime? Why yeah, does he like, not stand what up to Sabine? Honestly. Yeah, like, I have zero respect for him. I don't care if he's, like, kind or whatever. You're going to let Sabine run fucking rampant like that? It's like, you're going to be mad at Sabine for kicking, like, Ethan out? It's like, what'd you expect? She's the worst. And you're, like, going to tell Ethan, like, oh, there's another heir, but watch out, Sabine might... Yeah, like, they knew it existed. Like, his own son was cast out, right? Because that's who Sabine fought. She fought her brother, it, for the role of like prime apparent and yeah. then banished her brother and so that's obviously where this child has come from but then the prime's like oh yeah like we knew she existed he's like what'd she smell like oh yeah that's her <laughs> that's so gross when you put it that way but that's exactly what he said but i like don't respect him because no. he's just letting sabine do all that and he's yeah. like oh my legacy sir then do something it's like yeah you're old but you're clearly not like that out of it like unless he's just having brief moments of clarity i don't know but <laughs> every once in a while he's just lucid and they're like whoa it comes and goes i don't know <laughs> crazy um no and then yeah like whenever he's in there talking to sabine in the prime the prime just sat there and said nothing and sabine's like and what about it i like, know and he's I like yeah what know. about it 
And then he waits until and Ethan's like, I guess like, like Ethan, psst, come here. Like, is he scared of his daughter? <laughs> he must be. He must be like, she's going to kill me. Because I like they know. kept saying like he'd made such a name for them because he was such a badass in his time. It's like, you could like, I know you're old, but like fucking wipe the floor with her. Jesus. Yeah, I really don't get it. Like, I don't know what's going on. Dude, kind of I hate all the Fendiers. They all suck. They need to start over. <laughs> Honestly, get rid of all the wolves. Yeah, throw them all away. They all they're terrible. Except for Ethan. Leave him. He's a homie. Uh, um, the Autumn King. Okay, and we're going to talk more about him during Theory Corner. But he's he's sharp. He's so he's smart. Ten steps ahead. Um, like he figured out before Danica did what was going on. He just kept it to himself though, trying to. Yeah, I think what he's valuable. doing is like trying to find a way back by himself and he's just gonna (laughs) leave everyone else there honestly and he's like i just need to use my daughter and that's why he kept having rune practice the starborn stuff because i think he was trying to figure out how to use luna's horn to open a gate he's like i want to go home and he's like oh it's my fucking daughter that sucks damn i don't really like her but I wouldn't be surprised if that's his motive because he's talking about like what a disgrace the Fae have become here on Midgard mm-hmm. and their he power is waning. Why. And so he's probably like, I want to go <laughs> back to my homeland. Where well, the he even says to Bryce, he's like, you are searching for what I've been looking for for a very long time. And she's yeah. like, what is that? And he's like, the truth. And I'm like, yes. oh, yes. Einar, you're and so smart. What the numbers were. Yes, which so, I was like, like, have you been there? Probably. What if know. he's older than we? Th- what if he's like super old? Because you know how he has the Ori? The astronomer is like, yeah, it was made by an Avalon craftsman mm-hmm. a very, very long time ago. What if like this dude has just been bopping around for like years? Because what? they said like also their bloodlines had crossed. Yeah. Like a long, long time ago. <laughs> So, a couple more characters. We've got the Princes of Hell. Honestly, they have each other's backs. Like, I, I love know, them. You're like, oh, Princes of Hell, they're probably, like, ruthless and evil. No, they're brothers. And they like, look, they don't always let each other in on each other's secrets. But, like, they've got their own realms. I will say um, Thanatos, like, Thanatos, um, he's scary as fuck. Like, he's evil for sure. Okay. Well, yeah, he, no, he's yeah. evil. Um, <laughs> the other two, though, his own thing. Apollyon and Adis, I love their love for each other. Like, Apollyon's like, brother, I will, you know, wipe the earth for you to fend yeah. for your dead lover. But for your love. Yeah. Cause it's like Apollyon and Adis are like, <laughs> yeah, girly, like, the hell is waiting for you like you just say the word and we'll be there and then thanatos is like oh yeah my stupid fucking brothers are rallying these troops but not me but not me i want to uh, turn the earth to fucking dust he's like i simply do not want peace and prosperity i want chaos like from whence we came (laughs) i want to reign over it i'm giggling at your note about the under king I'm sorry. It says <laughs> the Underking don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't that. <laughs> so true. Wrong. Oh my god. Whenever like okay. that is so far from what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, they showed up in the bone quarter, and I was like, 
honestly, the Under King, he's been chill. He's scary, but he's been chill. It's like the Under King's about to be a fucking bro. Yeah, and even Hunt was like, well, he's not evil. But then he was like, I want to taste your first life. He's like, oh my god, he's the most evil person I've ever met. He's like, have (laughs) you met my pet? (laughs) It's like, pardon the fuck out of me. Like... And then just, like, turns them over again to, like, <laughs> the harpy and the... Well, and so he's, like, stuff. in on the Asteria, which I have a theory about the Under King as well. But, like, what a terrible dude. <laughs> yeah. I didn't expect like, him to be that just evil. In my head, I thought we were about to learn a lot about, like, what he does and how he's plotting against the Asteri and how he's using, like, Jessica Roga, like, as his right-hand woman to, like, partner right. with the princes of hell. Because he even says, like, that he came from the same void that the princes of hell did. Like, he was mm-hmm. burned from the same thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Like, they're all allies. No, no, they're not. And he was like, Jessica who? He's like, I don't know her by that name. I'm like, like what? what name do you know her by? What does that mean? And like, also, what? Do, like, does Jessica know how fucking evil he is? I don't know. I don't know. And like, we didn't really get anything from Jessica. Like this entire book, like she helped she Bryce like, out. Bryce lose my number. All she did was question what Bryce was planning to do with her power, and then was like, "Hey, maybe you should consider marrying Cormac. Like, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but like, definitely don't get with Athelor." And Bryce was like, mm, not going to do that, but okay. And it's like, yeah. well, obviously, like, Adis and Jessica have something against Hunt. Yeah. And so I'm so confused at the dynamics of all of these characters. But yeah, that's all the notable characters. Um, Ember and Randall didn't get a spot on this, but they're cuties and I love them. And I hope they love their new child more than Bryce. Um, they probably will because they he's probably seen- will less sassy randall's like wow the son i've always wanted (laughs) yeah he's like thank god just some things i wrote down as a note they don't actually matter and then we'll talk about some things that we like and things we dislike these just didn't really fall into like any category really just some general feelings but yeah some vibes um yeah like when ethan got his throat ripped out by that demon i did about die that was so abrupt that was was so sudden this is it because, like, the thing is, at the beginning of the first book, it would, like, the pack was slaughtered, like, ripped to shreds. Yeah. And I was like, that's, like, she obviously has no problem writing that. So here we go. Um, yeah. And then she's like, oh, uh, yeah, he ripped his throat out and then chewed it up and then swallowed it. And she wrote that in graphic detail. And <laughs> Sarah, are you okay? I was like, oh, my God. Were you fighting with your husband when you wrote that? Like, Jesus. <laughs> when rune was at the mating ceremony and hypaxia's like i really need to go talk to my sister and he's like yeah go do that because i got two minutes till midnight like i'll see you later and yeah. he goes and sends her to talk to lydia and i was like you fucking idiot but like in his mind he was like perfect it'll distract the hive he's like wow this is the best and i was just like oh my god i'm getting hives from this miscommunication <laughs> oh whenever he uh like asked the harpy he was like day and she was like what the fuck is that supposed to mean she was like like, who the fuck are you talking to (laughs) Uh, yeah i I was just like ew what is this and then lydia and then that was the thing that pissed me off lydia literally shows up like three seconds later and he was like day you're not gonna believe this the harpy and the hind both showed up at the place we (laughs) said she's like what crazy 
and then just last thing it's not funny it's very very sad but just (laughs) when Cormac like literally knew that he was going to die before they left and Rune was like you know it'd be an honor if we could start over and really become friends like king to king and Cormac was like yeah it would be an honor I'd really like that and like shook his hand and stuff I was just like oh no he's gonna die that shit hurted he like smiles sadly at him I was like god damn it yeah a martyr I really hope he's not dead I don't think he is he might be who's to say I didn't think any of the people were actually dead at the first (laughs) book and here we are (laughs) you were like no that wasn't really them in piles of bloody pulp (laughs) how about that um yeah so (laughs) the style is strong expect the unexpected I feel like Um, Cormac being alive is probably in the same boat as Hunt and Bryce not being mates at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like we're going to hold out hope, but we're Until I am proven incorrect. Yeah, and that's okay. That happens. Um, So So we'll talk about things we liked. (laughs) Things we liked. There's a lot. Um, So chapter three, we love Rune and just like his epic presence like when he's just like reintroduced in this book um he is like i am high as fuck and i got a beautiful lady sitting on my face he's like which is sad because i can't feel my face right now (laughs) he's like i am zooted my friend yeah i was like what a fucking like re-intro to our fave character and it also really just kind of set the tone for the book i think too because like In the past, like, I think Sarah has been, like, our little slow burn queen. Mm -hmm. And this one, she's like, no, guns a-blazing. We're banging (laughs) in this book. It's kind of like... uh, Everyone's fucking, and... (laughs) It's kind of like in... Well, I guess Silver Flame, there's still a bit of a slow burn. But once it gets going, like, it gets going. And it's yeah, my gosh. She was like, young adult whom? Never heard of her. We're a new adult now. (laughs) She was like, listen, I've been waiting for this one. Yeah, and it really did. It really did set the tone for the book. And she she definitely delivered on the spice. I had a really hard time connecting with the characters, except for um, Rune and Lydia, but yeah. love that for them. But also, like, I think not only did it set the tone for, like, the, like, you know, more adult themes, but, like, also the humor that would be, like, kind of used throughout the entire book. Because yes. Rune was like, yeah, I've got this hot as hell girl. I'm going to town on her, but I cannot feel a thing. Like, it was just, like, funny, you know? And then the end of the chapter, like, mirroring it with, like, and he knew three more things for certain. And then it was like, this is bad news. (laughs) I know, like, it was just so funny. And so she just, like, really set that tone with the humor, too. And I think that's what made this book, like, readable. Yeah. that it wasn't readable. But without that dry humor, it would have been terrible. (laughs) Especially, like, with, like, Ethan, for example. Like, when you know, Bryce and Hunt are getting intimate for, like, the first time in this book. And Ethan's like, wow, have sex a little louder. Yeah. And then whenever they're, like, I don't know, did Hunt, like, ask if he should, like, use his lightning or something? Like, he... No, he was like, I'm gonna... He was like, I'm gonna, like, fuck the living daylights out. Yeah, and Ethan's like, that sounds extremely dangerous. Yeah, like... (laughs) It really does when you think about it. It really does. Um, and, like, just the same thing with, like, Therian and Bryce's relationship, like, him talking about, like, 
like always like going through her underwear he's like yeah legs and i have an understanding when it comes to her underwear and stuff like that and ethan's just like oh my god does like <laughs> hunt let you do that and he was like yeah i'd like to see him stop me he's like are you for real for real like how do i he's how do like, i set that up are you new here <laughs> Oh, and then whenever she's like practicing her teleportation, <laughs> she he just like lays one on her. Yes, and he just like gives her a big old kiss. He's like, "You got to be quicker than that." <laughs> I was like, "That is so cute. I love that." I know he really like Therian is so charming and fun, but he's so fucking stupid. He's so stupid. <laughs> he's so dumb. So oh. dumb. Uh, really, Ethan is, like, the star of our show, I feel like, in this yeah. book, like, in terms of, like, humor. <laughs> because, like, when <laughs> I went there and they're just sitting on the couch and, like, Bryce and Rue come in, like, they're like, oh, my God, something's wrong. And it's like, your cat's so cute. Like, like is it cash- freezing in here? Like, just casually petting, like, a prince of hell. I wish it truly was Adis, because it kind of ruins it for me that that was Rigelous. When it was Rigelous, I'm like, ew, that's but disgusting. I know, in that case, like, Rigelous, that's just pervy. I wish it was Adis, because have you seen that comic of Yes. <laughs> because, like... We're going to post it on Instagram for you guys. Oh, the comic is so funny. We'll post that, but, like... The fact that it's not Adis in the end kind of ruins it for me a little bit. So in my heart, I wish I would. Just well, like- and that makes sense, too, why he didn't transform into, like, his human form. Because the whole time I was like, why is he just talking to them in, yeah. like, his cat form? It's because Rigelus doesn't know what he looks like, probably. Yeah, they're like, why is he back as a cat? Weird. Yeah, I thought I should have known better. I was just so hopeful for another sliver of Adis that I, I was like, like, well, maybe he's a cat again because he could tell other people were in Bryce's apartment. I don't know. Like, I yeah. bought it. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's Adis for sure. Yeah. I was um, like, why wouldn't it be? And then Ethan again. Um, <laughs> so he finds Danica's sword. He's like, he's been getting ready for the day. He's feeling kind of sad, feeling kind of lonely. Um, Bryce is left for work and he sees Danica's sword. He's like, you know what? I'm going to have a little fun. So he's he's role playing. He's like, and the crowd went wild. Like he's having the time of his life. He gets up on the coffee table to fight some demons. And Bryce walks in. And he's like, this is really embarrassing. But you know what? It got worse. The he's like, wow, just- I wish I could sink into the floor. And he's like, say less. Our table is broken. I also just really love the postcard tradition between Bryce and her mom. Like that was so sweet. Like when they couldn't say they're sorry like in words or they weren't ready to like they would just communicate through postcards i'm like oh yeah and i love that she in turn used that to like get a meal to nadaros she was like yes mom i accept your apology but also i have an emergency (laughs) i need you to do me a favor (laughs) um also backseat just like casually mentioning that like mordok eats people (laughs) i was so taken aback (laughs) he's like yeah, he's got a really bad temper. Like, one time he got really mad, so he just, like, ate that human couple, and they were like, excuse pardon me? Uh, it's just stuff like that. I'm just like, I'm sorry, let me read that again. Like, <laughs> uh, like yeah, um, but it's not important. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you know what? Like, he only did it once. He got in trouble. It's fine. And then Flynn and the fire sprites. It's just so, look, it's so wholesome. But it's also- so cute. It's so cute. But then I was getting so freaking teary-eyed when the fire sprites were talking about Lahaba because they didn't know her personally, but they were like, 
telling Bryce that if she um, that fires Bryce was a descendant of uh, Ranthia. You need to um, meet with our queen because princesses need uh, allies. And I was like, I think that'll probably end up mm-hmm. like happening. I think the fire sprites are going to be a really big part of whatever rebellion is going to eventually happen against the Asteri. Um, because I think a lot of people forget like that they are very powerful and they're yes. also very dedicated to their friends and allies. Yeah. And... And they yeah, already I, rebelled once. They'll do I it also noted that. I was like, oh, yeah, that's definitely yeah. going to come because back later. Because at this point, it's like, yes, they lost the previous, like, rebellion. But what do they have to lose at this you point? You know what it reminds me of? What? Do you remember in Mist and Fury when Feyre, like, gives the jewels to that um, water? The water man? wraith. Yeah, and, like. They said, like, she was an ally to them. And they owed her a favor and stuff. Yes, That's, like, like kind of what it reminds oh. me of. Like, they're, they're going to come back later and be, like, yeah. a saving grace she type situation. Like, my sister, like, we will not forget this. Like, my mm-hmm. sisters and I or whatever. Yeah. I bet that's kind of, like, a similar situation I mean, that might happen. No, you're right. I love that. Especially you... because they were, like, they even asked, like, or there's been multiple points in this book because Bryce you know feels extremely guilty about Lahaba's death so does Rune and so people will ask them they're like you would have laid your life down for a fire sprite like they're just like so taken like yeah Bryce and Rune are both like absolutely I would have and it's like it just like really shocks people but like I think that's why the fire sprites are going to be allies Mm -hmm. talk Valentina (laughs) I also just love again the camaraderie between the frat packs like when Ethan first got there and he woke up and he sees like all the sticky notes on um, Flynn's shampoo bottle and like him going back and forth with Rune about him using it like I don't know it was just so heartwarming and that was just like a a nice sense of normalcy before like shit really hit the fan kind of like in the first book whenever Bryce and Hunt were like um like Bryce was changing her name in his phone and taking yeah. pictures. It's like that same vibe. Definitely. Those are all just really cute moments that I really like. There weren't like there were a lot, but there also weren't because it was just a very mundane couple five hundred pages. Yeah. The middle of this book was yeah. It was hard <laughs> to get through. Um some stuff that we disliked about the book. There wasn't a lot. Um we already talked a little bit about like Bryce and Hunt taking it slow. I also thought it was funny that it happened to be seven months because seven seems to be like a reoccurring number. Yeah. And Rude even says something about it too. He's like seven and seven and seven. He's like always the holy number. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, so he gets it. He gets it too. <laughs> they were like, we have to wait seven months. So it's the holiest sex we've ever had. That's so true. But so then true. they didn't wait seven months. So no. No. And I really felt like when they did for the first time, that was just maybe not the right time or place because Hunt was clearly not in a good headspace. (laughs) She's Uh, like, are his eyes back to normal? No? Okay, I gotta try harder. (laughs) Okay, I gotta bring out the big guns. Um, I'm gonna get naked. (laughs) Yeah, it was just very strange. It was was, I didn't like it. I didn't like really any of the times when they got together. Me either, because it always... It all felt weird. It felt like... Like, it wasn't supposed to feel casual, but it, like, felt casual. I don't know how to describe that. 
yeah, I don't know what it was. I think I'm just like not sold on them being. I'm not. I'm really not. I'm just holding out for something better for both of them. Like, I love them both separately, but not together. And I think they need each other right now. And they have needed each other this entire time. But I. But Miss Mm -hmm. Bryce is definitely on to bigger and better things on this new adventure she is taking on. on. And I think Hunt's going to be too, though. Like, it's going to be like. I'll talk about my reasoning behind that. Yeah. Eventually, it's just going to be the wrong, like, right person, wrong time, I think. I agree. Page 658. Uh Uh-huh. Sarah J. Mass, out of spite, I'm sure, brought up the whole foot thing again. He is like, you have no idea what I want to do to these toes. And I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And Bryce is like, tell me you don't have a foot fetish. And he was like, I have a you fetish. Like It's like, first of all, that's not an answer. And you're a freaking liar. Yeah. I Once think is a really coincidence. Was twice spite. is on purpose. Yeah. Oh, man. I was just like, that ruined everything moving forward. Yeah. Not a fan. But, you know, everyone's got different tastes. Maybe there are some people who really appreciate the representation. Yeah. Maybe the, there's some the freaks lover. out there that love feet. Um, I'm not like... There wasn't really anything I didn't like about it. Again, it did feel like some parts were really, really slow. Um, some of the characters made very poor decisions, but that's that's showbiz, baby. <laughs> it feel like that sometimes. Listen, I know a lot of people in real life who also make horrible decisions. It's very realistic of her to include. But overall, I'm very excited to see what happens in the next book and how she's going to bring it home. Because she's been fucking cock-teasing us for two 800 She hasn't updated her website in years. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't post on social media. She hasn't done a fucking interview since last year. Like, Yeah. I hope you enjoyed your vacation, girly. But... I haven't. We miss you. 